I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. From time to time, you can be caught up in a conversation that you really know nothing about. That's where we are this week, as we'll discuss UFOs. Yep, you heard me. This week's episode is titled, Welcome to Earth. All right, Terry, let's go into a subject that, that I think is kind of bizarre. Okay. Uh, I don't know much about it. But I'll tell what I know and give my opinion of it. Okay. That's a loaded question, isn't it? With you, it always is. Well, back in uh, April, the, the pandemic had not been going on all that long. The United States, I think it was the Navy, uh, the Department of Defense, rather, okay. released some videos from 2004 to 2015 of what some Navy pilots had encountered of what was considered to be UFOs. Now, I've watched the videos, and uh, I'll say I watched them. Now, since then, they have created a department to investigate all this stuff. Created a department? Yeah. And, and let me pull that up, what the name of it is. It's the uh, the task force. Well, if they created this task force, then obviously they think there's something there. Well, it's not necessarily, because we're talking about Congress and senators and And just stuff. spending money? They spend money, and then they try to appease people, in gotcha. my opinion. Now, okay, okay, wrong. gotcha. The name of it is the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Gotcha. Sounds all serious. Yeah, oh, it sounds impressive. Now, you may be 100% right. That may be why they started it, that it was so many people thinking this, that they have opened it up. Okay, well, let me just add something to it. So, since we are talking about UFOs, and I think everybody kind of finds this fascinating. You either believe it or you don't. Yeah. But when you look at it in terms of how many people are on one side or another, I've got some stats that I wanted, I thought would just be interesting to kind of throw out there. One in five Americans believe UFOs exist and that they have visited the Earth. So that means four out of five don't believe it. I guess that's another way of looking at it, but here's another one. Okay. Nearly two-thirds of Americans believe that there's life on other planets. Now, so I guess we can say they believe when they look out in the stars and see the solar system out in the distance, they believe that there's life out there. They are just not bought into the fact that there's they've jumped in the vehicle and come to visit us. Was it Trump not long ago said that we're getting ready to put somebody on Mars? Yeah. I believe it was. They're getting ready to make a landing on Mars, which is phenomenal. Yeah, and I think that's what's kind of sparked all of this lately, because when you think about Elon Musk and SpaceX, you know, he's really kicking up more about space and space exploration because all of the things that he's done lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's into this. Now, let me ask you before we get any deeper. Do you believe in him? I believe that there's a possibility. I believe that if one of them landed in my backyard in the middle of the night and came in, you know, it's always while you're asleep, usually, or at night. I don't understand why, but I think 
I'd have, I'd probably have to be checked into a mental institution. So are you leaning more of a yes? Is that what I'm getting out I, of you? I think or? there's a – well, probably so if are I had to just take a – you the line here? Well, I mean, I am riding the line, but I think for us to think that we're the only ones that exist, I think is kind of far-fetched. I think that they – I think over time that we have seen signs of maybe that life could exist, did exist in other planets. So – that's where I'm at with that. I think there's always the possibility. How about that? And okay. the possibility is what scares me. You know, I'm probably more of a naysayer on this subject. now. Well, then good. This will be I've, a good discussion. I've been an avid hunter all my life. I've been in the woods by myself. I've stomped around, slept in the woods, and never have I encountered anything. I've probably since 1995 flown right seat in the cockpit probably 40 times in an airplane. Really? And never when I'm up the, been up there in the big blue have I ever looked out the window and thought, hey, what is that? Never have I seen anything like that. And I would think that somewhere I would have had to have bumped into something. Now, I'm not calling these people that say, ooh, it landed in my backyard crazy. But I think they saw it, but they could have been intoxicated. Okay. Well, but let's back up just a second <laughs> since we're going to play kind of devil's advocate. Yeah, put it on me. Okay. So who was it that we just said that the uh, the pilots – yeah, now these are U.S. Navy pilots. So, they, I mean, they're the cream of the crop. I looked at the video, and it, and if you've seen this, it's out there. You can Google it. Uh, Department of Defense. Look that up, and UFO video. It's a blob. Yeah, it's but... It's at night, and they are seeing something that's going across it. Now, what's to say, Terry, that that's just not another country's aircraft, or maybe it's another one of those, uh, what do you call those... Um, drones of some sort yeah now that could be a possibility i wouldn't rule that out and i wouldn't rule out that it's not aircraft from another country that's spying on us and we don't want to release that to the public and you know that sort of thing but i think on the other hand you've got it said ufo sightings in north america jumped to nearly six thousand in 2019 and that's an increase in 2018, they had reported 3,395 sightings, so that's almost double. And I know you don't have the statistics on this before I ask this, but this, I'm just throwing this out. It makes me wonder, is it people in the city seeing it, or is it more of a country thing of people that live on the rural route well, that sees these? And I, I don't know that I don't know that, that either, but what I do know is that most sightings are reported in California, number one, followed by Florida and number two. And really, when you think about it geographically, you're talking about, you know, from all the way from the west to the east. Okay. And then my next question on that is when they see these sightings, are they stumbling out of the nightclub trying to make it to their car? <laughs> and then, you know, golly, there it is. Or they've had one or two to drink on the way home and they see it. Well, now, you seem to be convinced well, that it's no, alcohol related. Not necessarily alcohol. Even medication makes you see but things. But you're saying that for them to have a sighting, they have to be somewhat impaired. Possibly. Now, but but go, go back to the government. Go back to all of, all of the things that come out of Area 51. I mean. And now, let's, yeah, let's talk about Area 51. Because I feel like Area 51, somebody did see something, but it was a government plane that was, that they were secretly building. And that this was a testing ground. They parked those planes in there to fly around and test them in the cover of night so that nobody would know what they were working on. And the the people that live near there, I think that's what they saw all along. 
because if you go back, the stealth bomber of the pictures and oh, yeah. stuff, uh-huh. that's what they saw was that stealth. So for people like Travis Walton, now you know who I'm talking about when I say Travis Walton. That was the guy that was, was it in the early, late 80s, early 90s that, that uh, he was a logger or something? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the movie Fire in the Sky originated from. I mean, he was convinced. I'm a logger. That he was, I think he was abducted for like a day now, or two, wasn't he? That's what he said. And you don't believe him? Um, I don't. I can't judge that without knowing the fella. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, but I, if I knew his character and I could testify to, yeah, this guy's legit, I would probably be a little bit more, eh, you know, believing of him. And I get that, but I think that the other side of me thinks, who would want to go through all of that? I mean, I know there are tons of people out there that to want to. Well, they want to get their, you know, their claim to fame. And they'll do anything to draw attention, whether it's factual or made up. The scrutiny that this guy had to come under when he he revealed that he had been abducted. But, Terry, what we've got to look at, this is big business. You have to keep the hoax going to sell these T-shirts. Do you know how many things they have each year that have have these uh, gatherings? What do you call those when they go, like the Comic-Con, when they get together with uh the comic books yeah absolutely they they have these little get-togethers once and people are making millions from this and no one wants that to go away because there's there's too much money to make off of it now am i being too hard on this no i think you're i think you're giving another you know take on it is that maybe some of this is conjured up for financial gain now or for their one minute of fame you know like the pilots that we talked about a minute they did see something I, and, but I cannot tell by that video. Of course, it's at night. It's uh, night vision. You can't tell what they're looking at. But you know it's not limited to just Navy pilots. Correct. And then this goes into the uh, the triangle. Uh, what's that place? The that, Bermuda Triangle, where, where they've disappeared. disappeared. Now, that's a freaky one in itself. That would be a whole different episode to do, and, and a really it, interesting you know, one at that. It but. plays hand in hand. All right, and let's step back, because there's a lot of people that believe this, and then can I explain all this? No. You go back and they claim that the the Maya and the pyramids were all built by aliens from a fo- this is oh, the, yeah, the you're conspiracy. Right. They you're believe right. that they built all of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And they taught the Indians I, I guess something there. Or the Egyptians. They taught them and they're coming back one day. Maybe there's a ship underground. That's what they always Well, it's so far fetched that it's hard to get your arms around it. So I think the easy way out is to believe that it's not true. But there's so much about history that we are just now uncovering. Oh, there is. And this could be, is are UFOs real or not? I don't know. An interesting thing is, is that the National UFO Reporting Center dates its earliest UFO sightings to the late 1800s. Just so happened, I was flipping through channels the other night, and you know, the History Channel is like, where I hang out at because it's a habit of yeah, mine. Yeah, you sound like my husband. <laughs> but they claim the first governor of Massachusetts, it was March 1st, 1639. And let me look at that guy's name. Let me Google him real quick. John Withrop. Is that how you pronounce it? Withrop? Oh, Winthrop. Winthrop. Yeah. Oh, that's like trading places, Winthrop. Oh, it, it does. <laughs> that's him. But he recorded in his diary there were three Puritans in a boat out there rowing one night. I don't know where they were going. Maybe they were fishing. But they were out there just to getting it in the, in the river. 
and this light appeared, and it stayed with them for about two hours. Now, Scotty, think about that. That's before aviation. Correct. So what is up there? It's not a drone. It's not a plane. What else could it be? Now, today's time, as the History Channel put it, they would put this as an abduction. Because when it was all over after that two, two and a half, maybe three hour period that this light was out in front of them, they were a mile upstream. The three Puritans had no clue as to how they got there. And it was like time just went zip like that and they were there. And he recorded it in his diary that it happened and he had no explanation for it. You know, you bring up an interesting thing. There was a story. I can't call it up in my head. I remember that. It was about some guys that go on a camping trip, and it was about the same thing, that they could not go back and trace their steps and account for all of their time. It just... It was like, boom, you're there. Exactly. So which brings up the next thing. And, of course, there's a lot of people, because this has been on probably the longest-running series in television history, and that's Doctor Who. It's been played by multiple people who the doctor is. And it started, you know, I'm, uh, let's see, back in the 60s, maybe late 50s or 60s is when it started. Still going, it's a woman now. And I'm I'm still trying to get into Doctor Who's a woman, first one. (laughs) But, you know, Doctor Who does the time travels from planet to planet to planet. Let's go back and grab the movie, what was it, with Christopher Reeves, Somewhere in Time. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. time travel possible and you know, that's a whole nother episode that, that we need to one day get into well i think it speaks to the fact that there's so much that we honestly we just don't know no. and, and this is just one of them i mean are ufos real or are they not to the people that think that they've encountered them that they've seen them the fascinating part of that is yeah there may be you know these objects in the sky there's unidentified bright light there's heat coming off of some of them that's unexplained there's all of these things but when you're talking about i guess the aliens for lack of a better word that are in them you know you have all these crazy movies tom cruise did war of the worlds or whatever it was but what was the one that liked uh m&ms or something like skittles or what which one oh that was et et okay was but I, but think about the last one that i thought that was just fascinating and this has been t- almost 20 years old was signs Oh, that yeah. was back in 2002. It's been that long? Yeah. Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix yeah, that Joaquin was in it. Later became Johnny Cash. Yeah. So, I mean, and that one, it builds up. And, I mean, you just, you feel you feel for them when they're kind of boarding up the, the farmhouse. Right. And they know they're coming. Mel Gibson, at this point, has already encountered one. And so, when you finally see them... They're just, I I think we do have a fascination as to if UFOs do exist and aliens do exist, what do they really look like? You know, because we all, all, every time somebody paints one or draws one, they draw one with, with, you know, either two big eyes. Yeah, the Martian look. Yeah, exactly. And and no real facial features. And they all seem to have a big kind of oblong egg-shaped head and their tiny bodies. What was the show that had Will Smith in it uh, to where it was the 4th of July and they had to Oh, Independence Day. Independence Day. And, of course, they were sloppy and, like, gooey 
Yeah. After they shot them down. So that just tells you that we have a fascination over them. And I don't think they would be, that would be big business to create those movies if we didn't have some kind of, like I said, fascination or interest in believing that there's something out there that we may not know about. And will it ever invade our country what's the word subliminal subliminal that's a tough word to say yeah it is but superman you know as a kid you didn't realize that he was really an alien from another country and he looks like us he talks like us but he's an alien superman is he's not 100 percent kryptonite yeah and it is big business but that one is always you know and i think the reason that we identify with him is because he looks like us you just hit on it but when we look at some of the movies and yeah all the other that they're just you can't even get your arms around what they look like because most of them are at the very least they're scary so let's step back what we brought up earlier let's go to the pyramids do you think that they were that smart, and the Egyptians that figured that out, how to do that. And, of course, you know, they, they've come up with these theories of how they pulled them up with ropes, the blocks, but they had to get them there somehow. They or, like you said, the Mayans, when the Mayans built their right. pyramids and built the Mayan calendar. You know, they said they were influenced by, I don't know. I mean, I just, it, it, it's, they were amazingly talented, intellectual people. But I guess your question is, did they have influence from another being? There is no proof of it, though. Now, all of these theories of the Mayans and the Egyptians, there is absolutely... Other than what they recorded in their drawings and, you know, that would but, make I you... I mean, but there's never been a flying saucer found inside... Uh, what's that old guy that's head of the uh, antiquities of... Uh, they're always showing on the Discovery Channel that's in there inside the tomb. Yeah, I've never There's seen never them. There's never been a UFO when no, has it. No, and I've never seen a bunch of them. Say, so, all right, folks, let's load up. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know that there's a lot of people listening that really believe it. And, I'm and, not, and they believe that they, they know somebody that's encountered something or they've seen something themselves. And what is the mystery behind why so many sightings in California and Florida? What, what would you venture to say? Well, it goes back to my, it's a lot of clubs. And, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> well, think about that. But And that's why I asked in the beginning, and we don't have the information. I really, truly believe, Terry, that, that most of these things is the Air Force or the Navy testing things at night that they don't want to be seen during the day. And they'll fly low over the ground and hover. We don't know what the U.S. government really has hid behind Area 51. I think it's just test stuff. Now, do you believe that that's where the Martians are hid? I don't know, but if somebody gave you an opportunity to go in there and tour it, would you not be – I would be ecstatic to go oh, through absolutely. all that. Uh, I mean, you know, because the first thing that pops in my head, and I know you're going to call me crazy, that was where what was Indiana Jones put the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, you know, exactly. All that kind of st- – and do does the United States hide stuff that they find – like, you know, the Germans took a lot of things uh, during World War II right. and hit them. Did, right. Did, have we done that? Well, I mean, and the Japanese did, you know, um, when they hid all of the gold. Right. So, I mean, I, I think for what us to think there? that we know everything is just being foolish. But how much of it, to your point, and what kinds of information and what kinds of things is the government potentially Hiding, and that's probably why you have so many conspiracists out there that think that, you know, we're just not being truthful. And maybe is that, I'm sure there's a lot of that that 
okay, let's say there was aliens, would that just cause a widespread panic, or do you think that... Oh, yeah, I do think it would be like panic hysteria if they thought they were coming and invading our country. I think people would be running for the hills, and you wouldn't be able to get food, bread. Oh, yeah, that's just like a hurricane's coming. Yeah, but, it would but, be but on a much larger scale. scale. I mean, what would you do? I don't know, because, you know, I really don't know enough about it. To, you know, are they coming to harm you? Number one would be my first thing. Yeah, and what kind of defense could you have? Like, the weird thing was they found out in signs it was simple as water. A water would get them? Yeah, water. You know, like uh, the little girl and the little character in there, they found out that, well, I mean, obviously they took other measures than just water, but they had a reaction to water. Now, Scotty, let's back up just a second. Okay, what we're now, backing up to. Well, you said you are an avid hunter, and from what I know, you are. Yeah, yeah, I and you told me that you remember this story that happened in 2014 when some guys were hunting. Yeah, this is now these are normal people, as normal as mom and pop. Okay. And they caught this whole thing on their deer camera. And when I first watched the ABC News, uh, the big one, not a local right. affiliate, but the actual ABC National News goes out and they film a segment on it. And it's a couple that have a deer camera strapped to a tree. And when the video first started going and they start showing the pictures, I'm yeah, thinking. I could tell you weren't buying it. I wasn't because I've been out there and I've had all, you know, like if you get a raindrop on a lens of your camera. Oh, yeah, it'll, it can distort it, it. Yeah, and it makes a little. Halo. Yeah. They have a light in the picture that keeps getting brighter and brighter in the pictures. Yeah, and when you saw that, I could see your reaction. I'm kind of watching your reaction to watching it. And I could see how at first, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. But then all of a sudden, it does have some lights up there, and you're like, okay, what is this? Yeah, at the end of the deer field, it was two lights hovering probably 25 feet above the field, and all the deer are standing there looking at it. And I'm what I'm trying to figure out in my head while I'm looking at it is, okay, how did two rednecks get two flashlights above this field <laughs> to mess with this man? I don't. I don't have an answer for it. I really don't. And, and it, it didn't look like it was a drone either. No, it didn't to me. Now the gentleman when they interviewed him said, "Hey, it could be a drone. It could be the government. If it was, I wish they'd tell me." Exactly. So but he goes, "It was interesting." He said, "I don't know if it's an alien or not." He was as normal as, as the normal day. could be. Yes, it I is. I think he was very credible. Now, and it wasn't a video. It was all pictures. You know, like every fifteen seconds, it That's took right. pictures. Right. The pictures do make you think that there is something there. It does. Now, I don't think that he staged it whatsoever. No. And if it was staged, it, it was put together very good. Yeah. Because, you know, I've played tricks. I'm not going to lie. On good friends, you take a oh, mounted. I, I, I love it. You know me. I love making uh, playing tricks. But if you've got a good deer hunting friend that is into it and you know where their deer camera is, take one off your wall. Go up behind the tree and stick the horn around the the camera and make it catch, <laughs> and they will hunt that place for the rest of the year because they can't wait to find the prize deer that they not just that saw. I've ever done that. Terry. No, uh, it doesn't sound like you have at no, all. Oh, not a bit. Well, I mean, why are, do you think people are? It, it always seems like that they they being aliens are fascinated with us in terms of performing physical examinations on us. Well, that is a. Because even the guy that they made the movie about. Yeah, uh, Travis Walton. He claimed it. But let's go back to a story 
This is supposed to happen on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Okay. Um, and, you know, he's telling the story years later now, fifty, almost 50 years later, and he claims that he was abducted. And I'll read you a little bit from the story here. This was 1973. This came out of the Clarion Ledger okay. of when this supposedly happened. Uh, let me scroll down here. He said the lights were really bright, and the spaceship was shaped like a football. Okay, I'm with him so far. I can see this. Okay. And then he goes on to say that three legless creatures emerged from it. Are you with me? Floated from the craft. Yeah. One had no neck. I mean, I dated a girl like that one time. (laughs) No neck. (laughs) Wrinkled skin. This sounds just like her. Another one had a neck and appeared more feminine. The gentleman described their hands as being shaped like mittens or crab claws. I mean... He has got me sold here. He, he goes on to say. That this we, is your old girlfriend, right? <laughs> yeah. He goes on to say that one of the creatures put its claws around his arm, Terry. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm just shaking here. Well, if it was a, like a crab claw, I think I'd be scared, too. <laughs> and it had no legs. After this claw gets on him, they inject something into him. He was kind of numb, and he went along with the program, he said. Now, he I had, think I'd go along with the program, too. <laughs> Then, this is where it even gets, they floated him. Are you with me? They okay. float him up to their aircraft. Just okay. kind of it could happen. Up. It could happen. They ain't got any legs, so it's pretty easy for them to float. Well, they're absolutely not going to walk. you got to get there somehow. And as you pointed out, they've done a physical examination. I don't know what part of the body they looked at more. but Probably they- his legs. Because <laughs> they don't have any. And then, after it was all done, they put him on the bank of the river. Now, he was out fishing is what he was doing. This is how this well, all came Well, he caught about. something all right. But he gathers his clothes, and he heads off to the second shift that he's got to go to. So he goes on in to work after this oh, has happened. Oh, my goodness. I guess he was feeling a little spunky. So he goes on in. But don't give up. There's this old girl on a date. She's double dating down the road. And she's sitting at a red light, and she sees this football floating through the air. So two people have seen it now. So this is for real. So we may be chuckling and... He really did encounter this with the legless creatures. Oh, he certainly thinks that he met up with the legless people. <laughs> you know, you have to give him kudos because he went on to work. Oh, I know. That is what you call a hard-working American And y'all. how do you continue to work if you know you've just been abducted by some legless creatures? <laughs> so, ask me again why I sometimes... Maybe don't believe all these different stories that are out there, Terry. So are you saying that you don't believe that his encounter with the football uh, spaceship was legit? I think he really saw all that. I think he thinks all of that happened to him. It was, you know, we'd just gotten out of the hippie area there in the 60s. And we're going into 1973 with probably some some flower pants. And he probably had some long hair there. And who knows what went on there while they were out there fishing. Well, and I know that we have, we've kind of chuckled about that yeah. and made light of that, but there is some seriousness to it on the other side. And I think it's, you know, where do people lie? Do you believe that it's all a hoax or do you really believe that there's some truth there? I seriously believe this man thinks he saw all that. I, I really do. When we saw the photos of the couple that saw, that had the deer cameras. Right. And we see the bright lights. Okay. That looks legit. On the surface, it looks legit. You've got Navy pilots who have seen something unidentified in the space. 
It's just when I start hearing the stories getting floated from your boat. Well, and I think that's the problem is you've got a guy that was in uh, Guthrie's, Florida, who supposedly has had numerous encounters with UFOs. And then somebody said that they can dispute that that was, you know, all a hoax. So the problem is when you do have, if it is legit, let's say it is legit, you got too many people out there that come up with, Stories, not saying these people, you know, that we talked about in the podcast, but people that come up with stories that are just so far fetched that it almost does a disservice if it really does exist. Well, it's kind of like when the tornado hits. They always look for the biggest redneck to interview. They're never going to interview the guy that's just all normal. Nope, they're going to interview Bubba for that interview. Exactly. And I think they do that with UFOs also. Let's just let's just check this out. Let's go to Texas now. And speak with Dave. David, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Scotty, and yourself? A man not bad at all. Now, we're on the subject of UFOs. Now, I know a whole lot of people, and you've traveled the United States over and over working. How long have you been out there working on the road, Dave? A little over 12 years now. So if there's a UFO that could have been seen, you are my expert. How many have you seen? Uh, I've never seen a a UFO, uh, Scotty. They... You know, if you look at the true definition of a, of a UFO, it, it's an unidentified flying object. Well, if I see something in the air, I mean, I may not be able to tell you what breed of bird it is, but I can tell you it's a bird. And if I see something lights in the air, I can pretty well tell you if it's a plane or a drone. Um, but eh, I don't, I don't know about this unidentified flying objects. All of them I've ever seen, I've been able to identify. So, All right, what about in these- my opinion, they don't exist. What about these people that claim they've been abducted and sucked up in UFOs and uh, they've examined them? Okay, if you go back and look at the time that UFOs become really prevalent, that that during that time period there was, you know, it was all the time, all the stuff out in New Mexico and all, and parts of Texas, they were saying, oh yeah, they had UFO sightings in these areas, and they kept saying that they kept having them. Well, during that time frame. You had a lot of hallucinogenic drugs out there, LSD and stuff like that. And I personally think that a lot of those people were indulging in such uh, drugs because, I don't know, I've never done LSD. Uh, don't have any plans on it either. Um, but it uh, it would make sense that if they get out there and they go to hallucinating and they see some lights or something, you know, a lot of those things have been pointed back to military exercises and 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 different different things that they have tried at these military bases and stuff, and people off at a distance see it. You know, I've heard all kinds of stuff. Reflections from the moon. I've heard all kinds of crazy stuff that's went on. But you don't hear about those things near as much today as you did back in the back in the the the, the flower days. You know. I got you. So you've never bumped into a person say you're at Walmart shopping and they try to convince you they've been sucked up by one. No, I stay away from I stay away from lunatics. I do. I, I stay completely away from them. <laughs> <laughs> and I will keep a sharp eye out, Scotty, and and I will call you if I ever do see such sightings and uh, and let you know. And a big thank you today. Just a normal red blooded American making a living that's been on the road for twelve years and hadn't bumped into those little green creatures out there just yet. But I got one more point to make on the religion side. Does the Bible, the Bible does not mention there being life anywhere but on earth. Am I correct? I think you're correct. 
while we've talked about that, there's been nearly 6,000 sightings. And I say sightings, I'm talking about UFO sightings uh-huh. in 2019. Here we are in 2020. Now we're almost at the end. Yeah, but it's really close. we have more sightings. So we're, we're seeing more and more and more UFO sightings. Now, is that attributed to we've got more drones? We've got, you know, there's more things in aviation. Or is it that we truly are seeing something? that we cannot identify. So are you a believer or a non-believer in UFOs? I'm not going to lie. I searched high and low for someone to interview, and no one would talk to me. They just looked at me like I was crazy until I found Sam. And Sam went on to explain to me that he was now a believer. He had seen one. And I said, Sam, explain it to me. Sam went into great detail to explain to me how he had been out one night just a little bit too late, and maybe it had one or two too many. He was slipping his key in the back door, and just as he got it open, his wife hit him with something. He was unidentified, but she hit him. And well now, Sam's a believer. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, would you know a secret? And that secret is, it's all in the movies. Music.